0: Welcome to this week's episode of Nineties Court. What's up? I'm Lisa,
1: and this is Jack.
0: This is not Andy. This is my husband, Jack. This is my husband, Jack. Hi, Jack.
1: You said he said it with a lot of remorse. I uh, did not. Wow. First one. I think
0: you're projecting. I feel like oh, you're
1: pro- the, Oh no! This is my husband, Jack. <laughs> this Ugh. this
0: one is Jack.
1: <laughs> Can't. Can't can't fill Andy's shoes, but we're gonna try. I, Lisa and I co-host another secret podcast. <laughs> it's not, se- it's he's not, not so it, secret. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. Where so I've I've at least it's
0: called all, the No Skips po- podcast. by the
1: no way. No skips podcast. Podcast.
0: I'm, get ready for a lot of it, this shit there tonight. There it is.
1: There it was. They already know what it is. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying. I've been I've been trying to trying to get my game up to be 90s court level. Well, you know?
0: good luck tonight. <laughs> On that, listen. Um, so this, is my husband Jack, uh, Andy has has still been swamped with the opening of his new business, and so
1: Mazel tov, By the way, opening yeah, a new business—that's that's awesome.
0: Right near your hometown, Jack, my husband Jack is from, from near, Downstate
1: there. Illinois, yeah. and na- now I know where I'm going to go. Yeah, to get some board games when we go back home for Christmas.
0: Yeah, because we're going to be playing board games with the uh, in laws. Take that! I'm just kidding. Your in laws, your your parents are great. um <laughs> So Andy is a little swamped, and I was like, "Look, I don't want to go two weeks without the show. I'm going to bring in my husband. Let's this, do it. I gave him such short notice to be on the show. It's okay. So if I it's-
1: got it. '90s Court, all the best '1890s facts. We're talking 1890s. World World Columbian Exposition in Chicago. We're talking the Second Boer War. Wow. Yes. No?
0: I could not tell you a Eight. single thing that happened in that decade, so I'm really proud of you. My husband's very smart. I am I was, not very well, smart. I well,
1: was, I was setting up the joke. I was pretty sure the World Expo happened in the 1890s, but I had to look up other things to try oh. and set that joke up. So. Okay, from the three-point line. That's lineup. my prep. That's, That's
0: my prep. prep. So, 90s court, we take two things that are popular from the 90s. We put them up against each other in fake court. There's no... There's nothing really fancy about that. We just talk about stuff, and then you guys vote on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter to decide which one is the victor, and prior to that, we do things, but before we get into that, I think it would be important... It's not for, legally binding. Not according to no, you.
1: No. In the state
0: of Texas, <laughs> state a verbal, of Texas. Cr- verbal agreement is a contract, so <laughs> um, so before we get into our things, well, it's just to say, I've just, I'm just going to be quizzing Jack, but I wanted, so that you all have a sense of who he is, no. let's just say... What is your favorite nineties comedy?
1: Blah. Putting you
0: on the spot. Yeah. I think it's important for people to get a like a flavor flav of you. What's your flavor flave? Nineties comedy. Oof. Okay, let me make it easier. Favorite Jim Carrey
1: <laughs> movie from the nineties. So what's your favorite comedy and why is it a Jim Carrey movie? <laughs> Ooh, you know what? Let's go let's go Dark Horse. I wanna go with uh, I wanna go with the cable guy.
0: Yeah. I covered The Cable Guy. I
1: remember when you covered The Cable Guy. It, it's a weird movie. I it's think it found its one. audience eventually, but people were like, what's happening this here? This is why we're married. I know.
0: I know. We're married news team over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite rock band from the 90s?
1: Favorite rock band. U2, um, probably. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I grew up on U2, so, and I really like their 90s incarnation.
0: Interesting. Okay. There
1: are, there are some close runners, but yeah, you got to shoot with, you know, go with the gut, right? If that's the first answer that comes to mind, then correct. And that's the correct answer. Correct.
0: So also, my husband is three and a half years older than me, so he's about to be 40. Old balls. Old balls. But do you, did you, I mean, and three years can make a world of difference in this decade. Did you sure. like any of the, the Nicktoons that came out? Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy? Ren and Stimpy pretty...
1: for sure, but we didn't have Cable, so that's one of those other dividing mm. lines and experience, you know?
0: That's rough. Tell me, how was it?
1: So, uh, sorry, I read books.
0: Oh, well, how was, how was that? <laughs> Was that good for you? Yeah, because Rin was really good for me. Yeah,
1: I'm reading. I'm reading like 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 terrible uh, Star Wars like expanded universe crap. Uh, it's just like not even not even fit to wipe your butt with um, <laughs> this kind of stuff. But you're you're a kid in the '90s. Yeah.
0: See, and the only thing I the only reason the only reason I read in the '90s was to get pizza from Pizza Hut. <laughs> you could not get me to read for any other reason unless it was like an I Spy book, which was not true because it was no no hold on. I've torched I Spy before. It was not an I Spy book.
1: Let's it let's be honest though. Book It Club would work universally in the United States, any age. If if I rolled up to you and were like, Hmm, we're talking like a medium pizza. Not a personal pan. You're an adult. Mm-hmm. But it's like a it's a free medium pizza. Read this. And they're like, Whoa, I'm I'm into reading.
0: Whoa i'm also
1: (laughs) extrinsic extrinsic rewards work i love it
0: we are we are but but human um okay so before we get into more than that so that's jack in a nutshell is there anything else (laughs) you think that's important to know about you from the 90s
1: go go
0: no one cares no one cares okay i need to do some patreon shout outs patreon supporters we love you so much we thank you for your undying support um we need to give some big time shout outs we have our executioner michael michael we have not forgotten about you the opening oh applause he even put his mic down michael yeah mics down for mike
1: there we go <laughs>
0: So, so, Michael, we have not forgotten about you. It's just Andy has been doing the opening of his business thing. Hopefully, next week or the one after we can do the episode that we have discussed. It's going to be amazing. Uh, judge Troy, what is up, my dude? Thank you so much for all that you do in supporting the show. Judge David, but a round of applause for David. Yeah. Wait, Judge David? Are you still? They're all uh, judges now. they all. A, l- oh, listen. wait. These are Patreon tiers, right? Patreon tiers. Yeah.
1: Mm. Hmm, Which one's Judge Dread level judge?
0: That's executioner level. That's, that's <gasps> Michael. He's yeah.
1: Dang.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. And then we've got some bailiffs. We need to celebrate Alyssa, Miss Alyssa, Alyssa. next session pod, next sessions podcast. Thank you Very so good. much for supporting the show, Bailiff Evelyn. Thank Evelyn. you so much. Is not a nice name.
1: I've always liked it.
0: Evelyn's a good one. Bailiff Anthony. Here we go. Boop, 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 boop. And then Bailiff Jake. What's up? Very good. And our juror Samantha. Rural thank you, sir rural don't i can't (laughs) i don't have i don't have enough marbles in my mouth already guys thank you guys so much for supporting the show um if you are listening and you would like some extra little content shout outs on the show and some free stickers go ahead and shoot us um some support on patreon.com slash 90s court we would love it so much and now it's time to get to the beefy part of the show Oh, oh. i guess so jack i know a lot about you Uh because i've been married to you for almost nine years okay but there are things I don't know about you. Here we go. And I have to figure those out by way of a game called Kiss, Mary, Kill.
1: Ooh. Okay.
0: I've got three categories for you, okay? You do not have to blurt out answers. You can just think about it. Sure. simmer. Okay. Let's start with female singers. Uh-oh. Maybe three options. Bjork. Alanis Morissette. Madonna. <laughs> I know who your kill is.
1: Um, yeah, kills Alanis Morrison. I'm sorry, Alanis. Oh, I
0: thought it was Madonna.
1: No, no. I thought you
0: hated Madonna. You just...
1: She's 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 terrible now in her like full <laughs> vampiric form. Like
0: Okay. 90s Madonna is a different thing. 90s place.
1: Madonna's, you know, you can sail away on, on a couple of those videos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so
0: you're gonna kill Alanis.
1: Oh yeah. Easy. <laughs> Not <laughs> much too hesitation bad. there. Like the name comes up and the hammer's already down on the on the trigger, like ba- bam.
0: You go. That wasn't even the game we yeah. were playing. You're like, let's just <laughs> go and kill
1: her anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure no, she's a fine not. person, but uh, the game's the game. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go home with Bjork, and it's not gonna be the easiest. Let's be honest, but it won't be boring.
0: So she's your kiss?
1: No, no, no. Kiss Madonna and then Mary Bjork. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I'll oh, go home. See, I wasn't sure. If go home with me, I'm like go home with or go home mm-hmm. with. Beep, beep, beep. No. Go. Okay. So Mary.
1: Mary Bjork. Mary Bjork. Kiss Madonna. Kill Alanis Morissette. Easy.
0: Uh, I, I would have thought Madonna was your kill. But Bjork for sure. No, we're talking, this is 90s, she's, man. She's wifey material. I mean, she, of a kind.
1: Like, I mean, you're moving to Iceland and it's a whole thing. And you're kind of like feeling fish out of water for like the first five years. <laughs> easy. But,
0: easy. But your wife is still Bjork. Good choice. Good choice. All right. Leading ladies. Uh-oh. Okay, Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, Kate Winslet in Titanic.
1: Oh, you're going to do this to me.
0: Or Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. Julia Roberts in Pretty oh, Woman, that's Kate rough. Winslet in Titanic. Oh, that's rough. Sharon I, Stone.
1: Here's, this is the problem of being typecast. Sharon Stone was a femme fatale in so many movies. Mm-hmm. You just have to kill her to be safe. I think she's actually a great actress. I think she's, a, she's an underrated actress.
0: Sharon sure Stone? Uh,
1: oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but given the number of roles where she was a femme fatale or she was secretly the killer, right, uh, you, you, just, you have just have to, to be kill sure. You, I'm sense. sorry. I'm, I'm I'm like doing the ugly cry and once again shooting her. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. You're so
0: beautiful. I'm so sorry. Also, that scene is so Alanis,
1: hot. Morris, that deserved that. You don't deserve this. You look great. <laughs> I know you're um, going to look great in another 20 years. <laughs> um. Oof, can't rough. put up against... Julia Roberts, Roberts or
0: Kate Winslet? I mean, both were darlings. Right. Julia Roberts was more than darling? I feel darling. like
1: yeah, but I I feel like you're. Here's the thing: there's a little less of an age gap between me and me and Kate, and I I think you know I'm not so secretly something of an Anglophile, so I'd have to say kiss Julia Roberts and marry Kate Winslet.
0: Okay, I'm into it. I'm into I think it. I
1: think at a certain point I'd be really thinking that one over. <laughs> Because, <laughs> because I think it's a little harder being married to Kate Winslet in the run, but
0: but she's cool. You say that? Oh no, no, no! I think it'd be amazing. Can you imagine all the flowers you pick with Kate Winslet? I
1: feel like I feel like you cross her, you you'd regret it.
0: I feel like she and I are not that unlike. Yeah, dissimilar well, is the word.
1: Yeah, not un- but uh, even
0: un-alike. Mm, I'm smart you read books so much written into the B and it's showing <laughs> it's showing um okay finally one last round kiss Mary kill radiohead songs <laughs> Karma police okay paranoid Android creep only 90s right um I wanted to add some other stuff from kid a but that was 2000 car, so. yeah
1: karma police. Paranoid Android and, yeah. or Creep? No, the bends denied. Denied. Um, uh, kiss. Um, paranoid Android. That's not wife material. That's just too like there. there there's a lot of chaotic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. energy there that I don't need in my marriage. To that's yeah. That's like a song find it becoming a, club. a person. Yeah, right. The song becomes a person. Um, so you marry Karma Police, and I'm sorry, Creep, but also talk about red flags up and down. Yeah. That that song becomes a person. Creep is uh
0: If you could assign
1: It's it's wonderful.
0: Who what actor? What famous actor right now
1: is This is a transposition is, I'm not I'm not equipped for.
0: What famous actor living right now is creep embodied?
1: Oh, um
0: Is it that Is it that Tim Tim Robinson guy? Is it that
1: uh, no, uh Damien, I want to say Damien What is it? Uh Das Das Malchin. Um fr- you, you, you re- he's the creepy guy. He's the new the best part about being a, like a serious character actor that if you have a certain kind of like look or you're like, oh, that's like like one of like the three, I'm a fat guy in Hollywoods, so you're like, mm-hmm. oh I, lo- I love that, that fat guy. I love that fat guy. So Das Malchin is he he most recently was in Suicide Squad as the polka dot man, but you know him from the the Joker's Lieutenant in the Dark Knight. That he's like super creepy, and he and he's got a repaired hair lip and, um, or excuse me, cleft palate. I don't think we say hair lip anymore. Okay. Um, he just exudes like s- sex offender. Mm. You're like, oh my gosh, like,
0: <laughs> I don't know this guy. I'll, I'll look him up yeah, after. So. this. it look for line. the for the
1: for yeah. yeah for the for break. You'll be like, oh, this dude is like 100. Like, I don't trust him. I mean I'm sure he's a great guy in person, but he's got that face and he's been cast in a couple of roles where you're like, Oh, oh boy. That dude, don't, huh? I don't like this guy. Yeah. Can so throw, that's that's creep.
0: Can I throw one more at you just sure. for fun?
1: Sure funsies, hotel funsies.
0: Who Kiss Mary Keel who <clears throat> Keel who would you have who would you have dated in middle school? So I'm gonna give you three choices. What the hell? Blossom. Okay. Topanga, Whoa. or DJ Tanner.
1: DJ is- Tanner never did anything for me. What? Never. Okay, that's sorry. fair. Sorry, 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 DJ.
0: Do you want me to replace her with like Kelly Kapowski?
1: That's not fair. That's not fair. Okay, DJ anyone. Tanner. I, li- I like that heat. Blossom. It was a good. Topanga. DJ Tanner. So is this is still Kiss Mary Kill. Mm, so sure. Who would I have gone out?
0: Who would you've gone out with? Because I just don't know this about you. Middle school Jack. Sixth grade Jack. <sighs> Topanga.
1: What was the first one? Blossom. If we're being honest, I'd probably go over Blossom. If Are you I had, serious? if I well, if I had the, if I had the hutzpah, I would be going uh, after Topanga. But no one's, no one's ready to go after Topanga in middle school. Not that's even true. in a TV show where you're written to be someone who's ready to go after Topanga. You're not ready for <laughs> that's that. fair. You're not ready that's for that. Fair. You thought a lot about Topanga. You did not approach her. This is <laughs> that's, true. That's 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 how everyone's uh, middle school goes.
0: Interesting. Well, thank you for engaging in this well, with me. Well, there you go. I was was a so, much was about so much you. Fun. Kiss miracle is fun. We never do it. But I feel yeah. like I, I've, I've done a lot for Andy. So I was like, I've never done this with you. So sure. I've done it with you. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's that. There's that. There's that. Um, since we aren't really doing things, we could take a break unless you had anything you wanted to add. Are you feeling ready for court case? I know. I, I totally. I totally was like, "Well, we don't need to do a thing. I'll be able to carry the team on my back." <laughs> it's a shorter episode this week because Andy's not here, but we're doing all right.
1: Yeah, what's a thing? Um, I've got a thing. The time that um, Bill Gates he was celebrating the change for Microsoft Windows and how it was going to be a good system for games, and so they did a video. Where he steps into via green screen, he steps inside of Doom, and it's. I'm sorry. The, he's wearing a trench coat. Ugh, not a good look after the late 90s.
0: Is this something Holding, that happened in the it's, 90s?
1: It's something that happened in the 90s. It was it was to promote Windows 95 as a gaming platform, and it's a it's just some footage of Doom, and then there's no way. an imp dies, and then Bill Gates walks into the screen. Wearing a trench coat and holding a holding a, a fake shotgun. This it's probably okay. not a real shotgun, but it's it's bananas. And oh. you're like, this would never happen in a million years. Now,
0: I have to, oh gosh, I've got too much Hurricane Ida stuff up. I can't look at up. I can't, I can't look it up. Bill Gates,
1: totally real, Doom. totally amazing. It's probably circa ninety five, ninety six, something like that.
0: Doom Windows ninety five Doom promo. Yeah. No. Yeah. Way. Yeah.
1: Look that up. It's a dang treat. And Windows
0: ninety five gaming promo featuring Bill Gates and Doom.
1: And you're like, that's Bill Gates in Doom, which I guess probably now okay. a lot of people don't know who Bill Gates is anymore. But this is the 90s podcast. So oh, my it's gosh. It's a very peak 90s artifact.
0: This is so fantastic. Oh, he's in khakis and a sweater oh, yeah. vest.
1: Oh, yeah. And a and trench coat. Mm-hmm.
0: Look at this. He's saying things and I can't hear them because I refuse no, to do he's this just, to he's you.
1: just He's just like, wow, this is so realistic. And you're like, is it? But okay.
0: This is really... I mean, honestly, it's it's pretty good for the time. It's, it's very good. good for the time. But, it's pretty good. Oh, here we go. He just shot...
1: Yeah, I think. So it one looked the, like he was going to broom the, someone. Yeah, but. one of the characters shows up and he sort of effetly <laughs> shoots I, them. I,
0: I swear, to this day, <coughs> Windows 95 is the basis of all joy for me in the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> like...
1: like that was a lot stronger praise for Windows no, 95. Because than I, I've, I was ta- I've talked, I've talked to hear. about
0: it. I talked about it with you this afternoon the Buddy Holly music video sure. and whatnot, and how that was like part of the secret startup disc or something for mm-hmm. Windows 95. But then also, you had that that game, um, the Capture the Flag style game,
1: which sure. was
0: Hover. Hover. That was what it was called, Hover. And then. All the fucking games on that platform. It was so good.
1: Bill Gates wasn't 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 joking. The it gaming was a is great, getting good. i a great platform for gaming. I, pr-
0: I wonder if I was playing Duke Nukem on '95 or if it was '98. Probably you know, ninety. You would have, yeah, yeah. Whatever Windows, you've been so good to me. I refuse to buy your products anymore. But <laughs> you were so good to me in the '90s. I think.
1: It's good for gaming. Good for gaming. It's another game. yin and yang kind of thing. I'm I'm PC. Hardcore. i'm mac you're mac you're you know those, those those dopey mac mac ad the early don't mac ads like it. don't be hey you come on my show and make fun of my mac os preference That's <laughs> true.
0: when when we lived in atchison kansas that little flea market between atchison and st joe had that imac that i wanted so Bad. Right. They had a teal one, and to this day I wow. curse myself for not having bought no, it.
1: No, you would have you would have punted it right through the, the garage door.
0: It would have been so stupid, and all stupid. I wanted it was it. Useless. I still want it to this day. They're so expensive.
1: The shell those. I mean, yeah, we we for a time we got our um, our computer lab done over in those styles of, so of IMAX, and you're like, this is the future. I can see the like the back of the CRT inside of this thing. This is very futuristic.
0: But everything was inside. Was everything all... was inside. But it was just like it was. I think that was because because up until that point we were doing like Hewlett Packard's and Packard Bells and and fucking.
1: You were. But the original Macintosh was a, was a all in one unit.
0: See, but I didn't know that because I didn't have them, didn't and know. so I, they were just like sometimes at like the college lab, a college computer lab that my mom very went fancy. to. Very fancy,
1: very fancy.
0: So I'd be like, I can touch this computer for a second, <laughs> then I have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> to my Packard bell. bell. Anyway, that's enough of that. Let's take a quick break. Um, we will be back with poll results from two weeks ago, and then we're gonna get into this week's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous court case. So we will be right back.
1: booyah Welcome back. Welcome back to part
0: two. This is still not Andy. It's
1: still not Andy. I'm sorry, Andy.
0: You never will be.
1: I know, not with this attitude.
0: No. But you're my husband, so hey! Hey! We're drinking what are we drinking? Is this, just, is this Bullet or is this Yeah, it's Bullet. Suntory.
1: So I'm... Oh, no.
0: No, it's not Santori. No. Just, just Bullet. Just Bullet. Just Bullet. Good Bur- times. Bullet Bourbon. Mm-hmm. We had a long day, y'all. It's
1: a long, day. long day. long day. It's the end of the weekend. That'll do it.
0: Yeah. That'll do the trick. So two weeks ago, Jack was not here for that. We did a court case where we did Matilda versus James and the Giant Peach.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you watch either?
1: I believe I've seen James the Giant Peach. Yeah, yeah, the animated one. I think so. Yeah,
0: I don't think I've ever seen it. I've not it's seen pres- it. It's
1: it's it's pretty Burton Burton esque.
0: Yeah. So Matilda versus James and the Giant Peach. We've got Instagram gave it seventy one to twenty nine percent Matilda. Twitter, seventy two to twenty eight percent Matilda, and Facebook took no prisoners. Eighty-four to sixteen percent Matilda. Dang. I think that's a pretty hard. win. People love their
1: Matilda,
0: or they hate James and the Giant Peach. <clears throat> could it be. could go I either way. I don't know. How would you
1: feel about when you want when you watched it? I l- with the I, kids? I
0: liked Matilda. Yeah, I got to cover time. Matilda. I liked it. I did not cover or see James and the Giant Peach, but mm. Andy's version of it sounded like I should have taken some very special stuff. To watch yeah. it and be like, I would have really liked that movie, but not it's otherwise. It's a Tim
1: Burton movie. It's uh, He always takes whatever whatever the, the original providence of the story, he makes sure to make it about a little weirdo guy. Like, he did a
0: great job. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things just seem to get real weird in that from the way Andy explained it. So yeah, you Zaya guys voted. So. Yeah.
1: And, and you were heard. Your votes got counted. They the did. People have spoken.
0: Matilda. She reigns supreme. There you go. So... I'm just, I don't know how to... Andy, I'm not good at this without you the here. Segways? Well, he always says the... <laughs> but he's so much better than I am. So I'm just there. I just did it. I did the you thing. Did we're segwaying into you the core it. case. You should so have to channel him. Andy, we're falling apart without you, Andy. We need you. Listen, Andy does not love covering music as much as like movies and oh my gosh he can go he can throw down on video games i mm. wish you two could go head to head with video <laughs> games but but music is something i always i often love covering and i was like, let's do one like that for this week sure. since, like, since you and I cover a podcast about music. music. So I was like, so we can save all the fun movies and video games for Mr. Claude Felcher when he returns. So we are covering two music videos. Man, we batted back and forth some ideas. We were going to do Michael Jackson videos. We we're going to do Britney Spears versus Britney Spears.
1: Ooh. Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm sure that someone made that joke in the 90s.
0: Didn't mean to. Uh, Britney Spears versus someone else. In- Christina Aguilera, maybe? But she wouldn't have been anywhere. You could never... I'll
1: fight you right now. Christina Aguilera wins. Facts. No Facts. way.
0: No way. Now listen. Facts. Did I want to be Christina Aguilera more? Yes. That's, but- that's
1: what I'm saying. The underdog working it actually like... But she, she is like
0: she is like she scares me like a dog scares me like she just she yeah. she seems like she would actually get dirty and bite that's me. the
1: power of it that's the power of it it's like this sh- this bitch is gonna kill me like you never got that from Brittany like you were like you always felt a, little, felt a little sorry for Brittany but Christina Aguilera you're like you worked it you may have killed someone on your path to the top mm-hmm. and you've done well by it.
0: How many people do you think Christina Aguilera's killed?
1: And she always had an actual killer voice, whereas Britney she really just did. always had. <laughs> wow, the Britney,
0: it? the Britney stands are going to come after you.
1: I won't be on the show for them <laughs> to attack.
0: This is true. Um, I'm with you, though. Christina Aguilera's voice is, is better.
1: I'm just saying. I'm saying you could, in a court of law you you i would i would take that case maybe even pro bono maybe for a a percentage of the
0: you would even pay to take the case (laughs) (laughs) who can i pay money to defend christina aguilera (laughs) on purpose okay so we decided on two very odd music videos that we both loved and thought would be really enjoyable to cover because you are a huge fan of daft punk sure i also really like daft punk um, you are gonna be covering Deaf Punks around the world. I, on the other hand, am going to be covering Fat Boy Slim's music video for Praise You. Praise You. Which is which
1: are which is a good matchup because we're talking both late nineties, mm-hmm. the explosion of electronic and dance music onto the scene. Um, Big Beat is what Fat Boy Slim was a mm-hmm. part of, and of course, Daft Punk is the whole world' shocking uh, introduction to French House. So.
0: Yes. So I'll go first with Fat Boy go Slim. On. Praise you to give you a little bit of a feel <laughs> for what he's doing here. So I think, a pe- I think a lot of people probably remember this music video, but like, probably cannot think of it yeah, offhand. Articulate.
1: We are, we're, we're the, you know, the one with the...
0: The one with the dancing. Let me see. I'll add, we never really play music clips on the show, but I think it's important for this one just a little bit because I don't think Fat Boy Slim's coming after me. Anytime soon. But you gotta get you gotta get some of this he, well, music.
1: I mean he stole it in the first place.
0: Oh, this song, this music video, it's like the the best nineties piece of cookie for me cookie. Cook, cookie cookie you got that piece of cookie <laughs> it is the best piece of 90s cookie. that boy slim is a british musician and the video for his track praise you came out on january 4th 1999 so just at the tail end of the decade directed
1: by spike jones just
0: right directed by spike jones that's right with roman coppola
1: with okay so if who's you- that um Sophia Coppola uh, brother I was and, thinking and yeah Francis Ford Coppola's son I mm-hmm. believe um, Spike Jones um you pro you the, the crazy part is his his whole filmography is so varied you might know him from some excellent music videos like um well there's lots um you can look him up um but you might also know him from <laughs> Well, you that might have noticed from, it from, his, from <laughs> his, his very spirit. And there's a little bit of the spirit in this one of his work with Jackass. What? Spike Jones was a huge instigator and, and someone that helped put together. I think he, he maybe directed the first Jack. I could be wrong. I think I'm but always I'm pretty sure he's he's connected to the, to to Jackass in a major way, and you see a little bit of this prankishness. Right. Spike Jones himself is one of the dancers for this. show.
0: Correct. Yes, and and what what I love about this is that it feels like the 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 embryo stage of what would later be Tim and Eric.
1: It's yeah. Like, there's there's a connection of it.
0: Yeah, it's like Tim Tim and Eric, <clears throat> awesome show, great job one of the best shows that came in the 2000s. Oh, my gosh. I love yep. that show still to this day. It's so very odd. But just kind of the awkwardness, mm-hmm. the, you know... Acting time. out in
1: public, having right. a little, little, little prankster spirit.
0: And even though it was 99, the attire that the dancers are wearing is like early right. 90s. So it's already right. kind of jokey. It's, yeah,
1: exactly. They're, they're, they're playing it up.
0: So... Um, the video was born from the fact that Spike Jones was unable to work with Fatboy Slim on a different video for Rockefeller Skank. Hmm. So he recorded his own video of him dancing along to that and sent it to him. And Fatboy Slim funny. was like, I love this. Let's do this later. Do and this. so this yeah. is what happened. So that was a gift to Fatboy Slim, which is such a... I, I wish I were in with... Famous people like this that would just send me gifts of, or like videos of themselves just dancing to say, Hey, like. how about
1: this? And you're like, now, Actually, I have a, yeah. now I have a video of Spike Jones dancing like a fool. I like to, to
0: Rockefeller skank. Um, so the video opens up with a black screen and the words Torrance Community Dance Group presents Fat Boy Slims <laughs> praise you, and that's where the real and party a, and starts and A lot of people
1: not knowing what Spike Jones looked like, whatever, right? It because it's filmed in such a way that it is naturalistic enough. A lot of people just bought it straight up. Right. Even though if you pay attention to the way that the skit is kind of put together, you're like, this is a bit, but it's natural enough. You're like, is this really happening? Because you're, you're with it, with the actual audience and the crowd around it is like, what the hell is this? What is this? <laughs>
0: Would you like to hear um, a deep, dark admission? Uh-oh. I've 100% of my life gotten Spike Jones confused with Spike Lee.
1: Mm. And
0: so up until this moment, I've just been like, that's not Spike what spike lee's not in this video
1: spike lee did not partly inspire um sophia coppola who was married to spike jones um, oh okay yeah uh lost in translation the smarmy vacant husband character is a stand-in for spike jones stop it yeah yeah
0: are you serious? I'm serious. I'm serious. That's so she, rough.
1: Yeah. She was She was pissed at her husband. And this was like, that was the kernel of experience that was born into Lost in Translation.
0: That's so gnarly. Yeah.
1: To cast someone and be like, just just be a piece of shit. Just, just be a total piece of shit. Just ignore sh-. me. Like, have no, sp- have no spine whatsoever and let me fall in love with an with a dashing older gentleman.
0: While you're flirting Also, with my like-
1: stand-in is Scarlett Johansson. <laughs>
0: That's pretty dope. Damn, I I, I want to go back and rewatch that movie. It's been a while. It's been a while. Let's get back to the video real quick. If you remember this video, it's where a very poorly trained dance troupe shows up outside a movie theater and yeah. basically just hits play on a boombox and they start dancing very badly. This actually took place outside of the Fox Bruin Theater in LA.
1: Yeah. Which I did it not seems know. like an LA crowd.
0: Yeah. And in total flash mob style they just start going for it with that little boombox playing praise you and so like you said spike jones is in there he's in fact the leader i didn't i never knew that sure until today years
1: old because who who would who would know what spike jones looked like that's that's the, the value well, i of sure thought it was spike director.
0: lee so that was really <laughs> confusing to me hey is that spike lee
1: dancing with this dance troupe
0: boy this is getting weirder <laughs> by the second so the best part is that the dance moves themselves. I mean I mean it's it's like filmed with like an early 90s camcorder almost like from a distance right and, maybe from across the street. Right. And and it's like you can see I mean onlookers' shoulders and everything are totally in the way. It is just the best music video because yeah. it is so I remember when it came out in the in the late 90s being like what the hell is this? Yeah. And it not made really a knowing yeah, not really knowing like is this a joke or what, you know because at that point that stuff wasn't really big yet jackass hadn't really
1: taken or or or, or, well something that you probably do know spike jones uh for music videos prior in the 90s uh beastie boy's sabotage Mm -hmm. that's that's one of his
0: oh really yeah
1: them them just being silly the crash crash zooms on them with goofy mustaches (laughs) and wigs and like just having fun yeah well there, there, there's a reason we're pitting uh spike jones versus michelle gondry like oh, there michelle were gondry. only a couple of of directors of music videos who are like these guys are in each other's caliber
0: mm-hmm. there it is there it is so they're they're like dancing around in a circle while this crowd is just trying to get into this theater it looks very busy like maybe it's an opening night of a, of a movie yeah they're like doing like airplane moves and like getting in line and at one point Spike Jones is like launching himself from one side of the, <laughs> the area to the other and like break dancing. The best part about this is that while they're filming this, a man comes up, stops the boombox.
1: It's so w- perfect. Again, you couldn't. Yeah. I, I don't think that part is scripted. Uh, right. Because feel it, it feels very real. And, and that's, that's that jackass spirit. Mm-hmm. That Spike Jones. He's just rolling with it. And he's and, in his head. He's like, this is the take we're using. This is the best.
0: And what does he do? When the man turns it off, he launches himself onto the man like a baby monkey, <laughs> like a baby chimpanzee, Spike Jones, and then just kind of falls off. And the man like comes back in in very cute '99 fashion, apologizes and like kind of does his hand like, "Oh, I'm sorry," as opposed to like just stabbing everyone because everyone's under this horrible pressure I forgot, cooker I, honestly, of life. Honestly, I
1: forgot that he he launches himself, so that makes yeah. me think it was scripted, but. Oh well.
0: See, I know if you go back, but to that logic, it bores the line. Feel, that's that's yeah. the
1: crazy part. It's in a crowd. Obviously, a lot of the crowd is real, and you're like, "What's real? What's what's not real?"
0: Ninety nine things weren't so cut and dry. <laughs> no, but but like we weren't living in a horrible hellscape. It's of true. Life things it's were a true. little bit gentler, you know. And so Spike Jones launching himself onto you like a baby chimpanzee it just feels like a normal Friday night sometimes.
1: It's true. It's true. Well, you're on you're on, you're on the street in L A. things the street have, in LA. weirder things have happened.
0: So. Let's see. The video, the, my favorite point of information from this looking up the video for it is that it cost $800
1: to make <laughs> the video. Ah, that's the ticket.
0: And it also won three MTV Music Video
1: Awards. So good.
0: It was nominated for Best Video but did not win. It, but. Just,
1: it just goes to show what it means to have a great idea and then doing it right. Not necessarily with a lot of anything other than energy right not a lot of money just yeah. doing it right
0: and i'm thinking to myself what was the 800 spent on well i realized it was probably just a little bit of a kickback to the people who performed in the dance troupe yeah. and that was basically it there was basically nothing else it. you had to do the boombox someone <coughs> already had the camcorder someone already had oh, yeah that was it 800 bucks to pay those people so funny it's so good it's just and there's not much else to say other than that it's just a great video fat boy slim i don't recall anything else from fat boy slim
1: he well as as a UK act and as Big Beat sort of made inroads in America. He he charted. Um, yeah, I don't know. More if... like he
0: charted. Wow, take that, Fat Boys! Wow, that's not a very good joke. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I I, I feel like people were pushing electronic music in the late 90s and it was going to be a thing but it was going to be a thing thing mm, another 10 years or so yeah. So everyone's like oh my gosh electronic music and it's like is it though because right now would- we're just
0: waiting for tonight with jlo like that's right, our exactly. dance music we're not ready quite for
1: this. we're not ready for you know like full-on edm so
0: you and i've talked about this so just just quick diversion because i think it'll be interesting I remember that you're, you. You love the Chemical Brothers. Sure. You lo- Daft Punk. We'll talk about here in a second. What sure. Not. But the only Chemical Brothers I remember was that uh, hey, hey Boy, Boy he- hey, 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 girl. hey Girl. Again and,
1: later. Think, think, think. Uh, uh, Timberlake, right? Uh, 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 sexy back. All that stuff that hit about another six or seven years because everyone in the late '90s were like. Oh my gosh! Electronic music is the thing. It's going to be awesome. But other than breakthrough acts like The Prodigy, mm. you didn't really f- like hit and sustain a moment. It was more sort of a brief, a brief yes. kind of moment, like, like sun flares.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like.
1: Okay, cool. But we're let's go back to doing what we're doing. Mm. You know. There's Mr. and in Rock. Give
0: me the Backstreet Boys, please.
1: Right. Well, say hey, exactly. We have you had you have uh, you have your uh, boy bands, and you had of course the ascendancy of hip hop. Again, uh, hip hop. Uh, not again. This is where I'm slipping into our other podcast mode. But mm. but 2000 or so is the first year on the Billboard charts that hip hop outsells country music in America. Finally, Finally. take that, Riba. I, I love you, so, Ribba. Yeah. I don't. I don't mean to put I this mean on no you, Riba. But maybe
0: maybe Tracy Lawrence. Take that, Tracy Lawrence. Yeah. Tracy Lawrence is a man.
1: So by comparison, Michelle Gondry, who is also... And the crazy part is I think they both, both Spike Jones and Michelle Gondry, I want to say both, did a Bjork music video. I believe
0: so. I have a Michelle Gondry video something somewhere. I had it.
1: You mean I, you, you mean I. No, I? no,
0: sir. Oh no.
1: no, you did. I did. You had a copy, but I had the three set. I had <laughs> Michelle Gondry, Spike Jones, and uh Cunningham. Um
0: Who's Cunningham?
1: He directed a bunch of the weirdo stuff.
0: I love the weirder stuff.
1: Uh, the the Portis one where they're all underwater. Um the Ooh. weird Madonna one, um and a bunch of the Which weird stuff. Which weird Madonna one? Chris Cunningham. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the one where she's in the desert and I in the black that dress. That's that Chris one. Cunningham.
0: I love that video. Yeah,
1: it's cool. He was, he was really good. And he was big deal. And then he's like, I don't actually want to be famous or popular. I'm going to disappear.
0: <laughs> I'm out of here. So you're going to cover Daft Punk's Around the World, which... Daft yes. Punk's
1: Around the World. So French house. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you take a sample from a, a nice disco record, and then you do something called ducking, which is... When Ooh, yes. the when the bass hits, um, or AKA side chaining, which is you take that sample and you say we're gonna we're gonna cut it down, and when the bass hits, it it's the rest of the music kind of like like it like it's burping like Hoo! like everything ducks under the bass mm-hmm. so that the the bass can have the maximum headroom, and played very very loud like French House should be, it's an incredible effect. And um, uh, Thomas Bengalter is French House, and he is one half of Daft Punk. You look up any Thomas ben Galter stuff, and it's incredible. The That's world a great wasn't name. fully oh, absolutely. What a they great weren't. Name. They weren't completely ready for it, but there were there were a couple of moments there in the in the late late nineties. This is off their seminal first record, Homework, and. Well, this so is titled. The, this is their first <clears throat> album. Around the World Shit. is off their first album. Was this
0: their first So single? titled. Or do you know?
1: I want to say Defunct was, was probably released okay. prior to that. The one where the, the uh, there's a dog, a guy dressed as, as a, like he's got a trench coat and a dog uh, mask and he's got a boom box. I don't know. I, I don't love Defunct. Uh, Defunct okay. is one of those like earworms. They're all earworms, but. Um, anyway. Around the World, in the full cut, is a robotic little voice that says "around the world" 144 times, and that's the in, that's that's the song.
0: That's it's a great song. <laughs>
1: someone says "around the world, around the world," and they say that 144 times. I and
0: wonder. I wonder. <laughs> I just wonder. You, you go ahead and keep talking. I want to. I want to play just a little bit of it in the background. I don't think Daft Punk will the, be mad. The
1: beauty is that uh, Gondry um, said. First of all, Gondry, working on music videos to that point, hadn't really seriously approached um, choreography, and he's like, "I'm just, I'm just." Whip, 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 whip.
0: You remember the song?
1: Yeah, you, you know around the world, or you don't.
0: If you don't, I and mean, then you it's should cool. go check watch it, it. I'll put links to him on Facebook. You gotta check him out.
1: <clears throat> so he um, he was disappointed with the way choreography was often treated so when we're talking about 90s you still had the mtv style machine gun editing which like honestly if you look at some stuff from the 90s it can honestly be honestly be a little shocking like they would cut 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 especially music videos and you'd be like "Whoa, oh, right. they would. like you need to you need to calm down like it just would be a, it would be it would be a lot mm-hmm. and especially when you have a choreographer go through the effort to do this amazing set of dances, but then you don't never, you never actually got to see the performers perform, right? Cause they would be constantly cutting through different angles, but often as often the thing, right. Is like, think of like your, your, your favorite um, hip hop music videos where you do the, like, here's a setup plus, plus like a outfit right that's like it's the white outfits against the black yeah. background and then there's a clear second setup the b setup is like red outfits and you're then just another explaining crazy a mace
0: thing. and puffed daddy video sure so yeah. but
1: I'm, I'm just i'm just saying but but you notice like there's this rhythm of you get you first you get a lot of coverage mm-hmm. so you're constantly cutting up and down close-ups side angles whatever and they're they're doing the dance but you don't get a clear look at it right and then it starts to intercut into the b setup and then we spend the rest of the video mostly in the b setup and then we maybe have a c or d setup right it's just like you obviously have all the dancers and the and the and the principals recording the whole music video in each setup so that you can intercut whatever you want okay and you get coverage but with editing it up and chopping it up you can see what gondry's problem was it's just i want to see people dance yeah and boy, see...
0: did they dance in that video. Exactly. <laughs> so Holy you hell back. Dance.
1: The cool part is, is he did the initial version, but a a woman, uh, a f- actually very famous choreographer by the incredible name of Blanca Lee. What a beautiful name. Uh, who, who's done everything under the sun in terms of like real hoity-toity stuff to hip-hop to whatever choreography. So, so Gondry had the initial idea. I want to have these different characters representing different parts of the music, mm-hmm. and so oh, I
0: never thought of it that way. <laughs> I never because yes. I because I'm watching. I was just like in my head, all these people were just. Da- I'm watching it silently right now. I thought they were always just doing no, their thing. Each, I never thought
1: about that. Each <gasps> each set of dancers represents part of the music. Stop it. So yeah, so like the uh, the b boys right are 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 the, the bass line and doot, 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 doot and so their choreography is is all based on the bass and the disco dancers or the, excuse me the synchronized swimmers are the um I'm sorry I'm reading off of what Gondry characterized them okay. as. they're dressed as synchronized swimmers and they're the the little tiny keyboard part and then um I think the robots represent the saying the around the world part. And so you just have these really funny archetypal um, costumes, which are ridiculous. And there's a light show in the back, which is operated by Gondry's brother, and oh, really? the then, the then mother of his child did uh, did the costumes. Um, wow! And so it was just a real family affair, and um, it's 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 just it's a simple. Straightforward and yet arresting vision for a music video. They are on a set. It's it. That's the kind of the fun thing. Comparing it to um, uh, praise you, know, you. Praise you is that praise you is so much fun because it blurs these lines of is this real quote unquote is this a real performance or is it staged? What's happening? Like it's very blurry as far as that goes. Whereas. The Daft Punk video is in this wonderful like very high artifice like it, it, almost like it was like a 1920s thing except for it's a it's a French house uh, song where you just have these ridiculously clad dancers mummies robots b-boys synchronized swimmers like it's uh, it's just the skeletons like it's just a funny mixture of them with it on a concentric a set of concentric rings um, while a light show plays kind of behind them and they just do their little dances and you just get to sort of drink it in just as the music itself is very simple yes uh, yet hypnotic and so it was a wonderful and I remember <clears throat> I remember just being um entranced with this in high school and us just sort of parroting some of these sort of dance moves around like a couch in the lounge. Like it's just, it's, it's so, it's so simple, effective. And yet like you kind of say to yourself, this is stupid. They just keep saying around the world and it's a very simple, everything. But you can't stop. And it keeps going for seven minutes, but it is around the world, around the world. And then that's it. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful example and you saw that with a lot of the the great music video directors where they they tried in various ways to say how do I embody what's happening in the music with choreography visually spatially some kind of you know nice way and that's it's just the evergreen part of uh, choreography it's just great to have people dancing
0: It is what year did this come out I want to s-
1: no, I mean homework is F
0: we got to cover homework on... 95, no 96,
1: 97, something like that. So this would have been right around in there.
0: Okay. Because I was going to say, this is... So when, uh, on our last... Uh, homework
1: is 97. Excuse me. Gotcha. I was going to say, it is 97.
0: So that would have been 12, <laughs> 11, 11, 12. So I remember, just <clears throat> as I discussed on covering Tupac mm-hmm. on No Skips this past week... This video was also there for me oh, when yeah. I was sick. Oh yeah. So I'd be home and just be like, this so this to me is like staying at my 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 dad <laughs> my dad's mom, grandma grandma sure. Vida being grandma Vida's house and being like, I'm sick. I'm with grandma Vida today. We're watching Daft Punk.
1: <laughs> hey, hey Gram-Gram. You it's see Daft these, Punk. You see you seen these skeletons noodle around? They sure is dancing. Just go
0: back in my day. <laughs> And then she tells some weird raunchy joke, and I love her. I oh, wish you would have met that woman. She was amazing. But um, Daft Punk and Grandma Vida represent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> represent.
0: Oh, my gosh. What a great music video. It's a, it is such a treat. If I had to pick one, I'd pick yours, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> Praise You was always fun, but it was such a... The song wasn't bad. It just around the world is unparalleled. But we're covering video versus video. And still right. your video. still kicks my <laughs> a, mine's ass, so... I don't know. I wonder I wonder how many people are familiar with Daft Punk, or at least excuse me, around the
1: world. The older version. So I mean Daft Punk kept doing their their were dressed as Robot Shtick. You can find a photo of the two of them, but what a joy to be relatively quite famous but also completely anonymous at the same time. Because if you're not wearing your doofy robot costumes, mm-hmm. you can be perfectly happy and go around and no one bothers you. So it's really kind of a win win if you think about it like that. But
0: they're pretty smart.
1: Yeah, I you couldn't
0: tell you what Fatboy Slim looks like. Apparently, he was in the the background of the video at some point, but <laughs> Brit- tell you. British.
1: He looks British. Does he? Yeah.
0: Great. I'll have to look that guy up afterwards because I don't know what the fuck Fatboy Slim looks like. But
1: he's 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 rangy, tall and rangy.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's Fatboy Slim's "Praise You" music video versus Daft Punk's "Around the World" music video. Do you have anything <clears throat> else you want to add? Know.
1: Um, no. No 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 it was i mean those i i i I just recommend both of those albums they're really they're really fun oh yeah no he because he um fat boy slim um showed the value of pulling all the cheap tricks like he Hmm. he wasn't like he wasn't worried he's the kind of guy that went from like djing and being like, oh, let's play the songs that people want to hear and get them moving on the dance floor. And some of those guys, when they went to being recording artists, they lost some of that. They get a little self-important, and they're like, "I bet you'd like to hear twelve minutes of some noodly-ass shit that no one wants to dance to." You know, sometimes you just get a little far afield. Yeah. Fatboy Slim never did that. He was always like, "Do you want to dance to this? Is this fun? Is this a fun? Or is this, if if it's not fun, is it?" like kind of funny is it like a little goofy like like there's a song that's called uh, uh fucking in heaven hey and it's and it's and it's Excuse called me. fat boy slim it's fucking in heaven fat boy slim is, and it just it just it just keeps repeating the whole the whole song and it's just it's he just always had a very sort of puckish sensibility which matches very well with spike jones so all well, right um, then it's just fun it's just fun stuff
0: and was it was it Gondry that did Eternal Sunshine? Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go.
1: Yeah, so Michelle Gondry, and probably I want to say one of his very best is because just as we saw with Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, his ability to his he had a real knack for saying, "This is how things feel and look in dreams," and I can put that in a movie. And prior to Eternal Sunshine, he did that with the Foo Fighters. Ever long, Oh, that video. Oh my ind- gosh, that video. Just an all-timer be. uh, oh. video because you're like, all the logic of it, here are the band members and they're recast in different ways and the, they're these, just these weird bad guys mm-hmm. and you're like it just like the menace actually feels pretty real as yeah. goofy oh, and absolutely. fun as the music video is you're like i'm upset don't do this because you're touching like what it feels like to dream whenever
0: and, he's coming you can see him with the axe out oh, the yeah. window i don't like
1: that oh yeah don't like that that's the, that that was his that was his gift gondry was really could kind of deal with these kind of textures didn't gondry very do, very well
0: didn't gondry also do science of sleep mm hmm I want to, I've only seen that one time. I should if go back and watch it. If some
1: dude is asleep, you know he's making that movie.
0: Don't sleep on Gondry because <laughs> he'll make a film about you. <laughs> All right, guys. That's our episode for tonight. Let's see. If you want to vote, please go to Facebook and Twitter at 90s Court. Instagram is at 90s.court. Um, we are on patreon.com slash 90s court as well we also have uh merchandise at t public slash user slash the 90s court because they couldn't just put a nine at the beginning for some reason so we had to get the 90s court at the beginning um yes and as always if you would give us a five-star review on apple itunes or pod yeah. like that would be amazing
1: and check out my new podcast at penis.fart peace <laughs>
0: please rate review the (laughs) penis.fart (laughs) podcast five five buttholes equals a very positive review we would greatly appreciate it guys hopefully Andrew will be back next week um Andy, we hope that the opening of your business, Rad Lad Games, yeah. is going very well. Congratulations
1: um, again, dude!
0: I've I've loved I've loved watching all the videos of his business. Just being like, that is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Opening a business like that seems so intimidating, but we're really proud of you, Andy. Genuinely, n- genuinely, super proud of you. So enjoy that. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. But thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.